everyone, and welcome to the Ukulele on the Ground podcast. My name is Aldrin Guerrero. Joining me, Aaron the Voice, now Kamara. Say what's up, Aaron. <laughs> what's up? And Mr. Kahai the Legend Fergan, off camera. Say what's up, Kahai. What's up? So cameras, uh, Kahai's manning the cameras and the and the stream and stuff. Aaron's over here next to me. He's got a computer in front of him. So if he has chats, you're either like interacting with Aaron or with Kahai. But the boys are here. It's time to start the Ukulele on the Ground podcast. And what that means is we're going to be answering any and all of your ukulele related questions you can ask us non-ukulele related questions but we want to get to the ukulele related one first because this is an ukulele podcast kahai right mm-hmm. but we don't just talk about ukulele do we? we talk about other stuff uh yeah <laughs> I, I don't know what the percentage split is of uh, else and ukulele yeah. it's mostly ukulele though right i think if you accumulate a lot of like pokemon <laughs> food and Everything else, <laughs> uh, it might yeah. be pretty close. Might be fifty-fifty. Yeah, still, still looking for a foreign, foreign ditto, people. Just, <laughs> just in case anyone plays, you know, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond or Shining Pearl, hit me up on Instagram looking for foreign dittos. Just, <laughs> just say it. Say it. That's this is like I said a couple weeks back. This is using my platform for in good. Its, yeah, for good. You know. <laughs> <laughs> for totally non-selfish reasons. Yes. This is, you know what I mean? I win and everybody wins, right? Because like I've got dittos and if they're foreign, we can like, you know, like swap dittos and we can both do the Masuda method together and we'll we'll take a race to see who gets a shiny first, right, Kai? Yeah, yeah. We're off to a great start. You know, we're <laughs> like talking about some Very good ukulele stuff. Ukulele. Right on. But yes, we are from Ukulele Underground, so we will take uh, and answer any and all of your ukulele related questions. So, Kahai, let's go. Give me the first question, bud. Yeah, uh, we got this question earlier in the week from Kevin. Okay. Uh, yeah, and then so Kevin said that um, mm-hmm. he has like a kind of a condition with mm-hmm. his hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, uh, I suffer from f- severe skin reaction to certain metals, mm. including nickel, which is mm. present in most fret wire. Uh, I'm not getting any irritation uh, thanks to calluses, but the mm. reaction causes a very strong slash bad metallic smell on my hand that gets mm. embedded in the fretboards. This happens even if playing for just a few minutes. Uh, the only way I can think to describe it is if you held a handful of old pennies for a long time. Yeah, that good on his hand. Yeah. Mm. Uh, have you ever heard of this before? Uh, is it common? I tried to research online mm. and didn't find much at all about it. Is there any remedy or pre- uh, preventation? Uh, is it hurting my fretboards? I mean, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give the uh, the professional advice here of like maybe like talk to your doctor like about you know what what you can what you can do because I'm not I'm not a doctor I'm not gonna like <laughs> give you some advice and stuff but what I can say is that is it's not common like at all this is actually the first time I'm hearing of anything like this um, but I mean I would expect that this happens you know like people get reaction to different metals and stuff like I know people like who can't wear like you know, regular jewelry or like costume jewelry. It has to be like real gold or real silver or whatever, you know, like that causes reactions for them. So I'm not surprised that, you know, that that this happens. Um, but as far as, you know, advice on what to do, I'm not like a medical expert. So the, uh, I, I would say consult your doctor first and see what your options are. Um, the other thing is that we were just talking about this last week or the week before or last show, I should say, last podcast, that um, 
there's like a glove that you can use, right, Kat? Like that's that's that base glove yeah. that you know, that they have. There is a base glove that you can wear, which might you know make a difference because if it's just with your left hand, um, you can wear that glove uh, with with your left hand, and you can probably maybe avoid some of the reactions. I don't know if it's porous and it might like cause reactions anyway, but. I mean, any you know, any layer of protection between your fingers and the nickel in the in the fret wires it, uh, might make a, might make a difference. So I would look into that. Um, they're meant for like bass players, um, mm -hmm. but I would I would just look into it to see if it would work for ukulele. Um, do you know what they're called, Kai? Uh, no, and I, kinda, <laughs> I don't know. I think uh, I think there is like a company that makes it specifically for mm -hmm. instruments, but mm -hmm. I kind of feel like it's like a felt glove like the jewelry kind of gloves or whatever mm. that when you're handling something that you don't want to scratch up right you put on so mm. I, I think if you find those kinds of mm. things it might work great but yeah 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 because um i'm learning the, the bass right now and uh i've i've gone to a website called scott's bass lessons and the guy scott you know the, the one who teaches the the bass lessons he has like this white glove that he wears um for i think it's you know for for like trying to get or trying to avoid calluses and things like that and protect he, his hand and fingers i think he has a medical condition oh yeah where, so it might be like this almost the same thing you know uh, i think it's like a muscular medical mm. condition instead of like a skin reaction but yeah. i think that yeah the glove like helps him too and he if you listen to him he plays bass like a normal bass yeah, player. Yeah, so. he's great. He's <laughs> yeah. so uh, I would look into it. You know that that's that would be my only advice because I, I don't think I've ever come across anyone like that. So it's not that common. But two things: um, definitely consult your doctor to see what you can do. If there's anything that you know that he can give you, or you know. Uh, I would I would trust that better than like uh, trusting a ukulele player <laughs> on the internet, you know, for some advice. But that that would be the best thing for you to do, and then look into that, you know, that um that fret glove. I don't know what it's called, but um, look into something like that. Maybe you can wear something on your left hand to protect your fingers from making direct contact with the nickel. Yeah, I, I told him like that. I yeah, like the same thing. I, I you know I don't have mm -hmm. any reaction to metals. Mm -hmm. But uh, I've played instruments or like you, if you play instruments, sometimes they build up that green corrosion on the fret wire mm -hmm. and that can like rub off on your fingers. And then it can kind of I think I know that smell he's talking about that old penny smell, right? Mm -hmm. Like because it smells like rust and stuff. Uh, but like that's pretty normal if you play uke and the way to get rid of that, if it's something like that, you just like wipe down the frets a little bit like mm -hmm. before you, you know, after you play or whatever. Yeah. And it should get rid of like most of it. So yeah, mm -hmm. if it's something like that, then yeah, it's kind of like that. And no. he asked too if it's like hurting his fretboard or anything. Uh, if his is more severe, it might be. But even that, like I think, like to take to the point where you're like corroding down the the fret wires itself to the yeah. point where it's like, oh, it's really damaging, or I can see it. It's like you probably need to replace your whole fretboard at that point too right and you would have like divots mm -hmm. in your fretboard itself mm -hmm. so it's like and you can right like mm -hmm. it, that that is an option in the future but uh, i i wouldn't worry about it too much like uh, about you know damaging your ukulele or something it should be fine like yeah to keep playing so yeah so is it just like that it smells or is, is he getting like a bad reaction in his hand as well it's just the smell right yeah, he said like uh, his calluses haven't or have mm. kind of protected him, I guess. But he mm -hmm. said he is more worried about the smell, and he even yeah. went on to add that 
he feels bad like handing people his ukulele because he's worried about like oh, them the smell transferring or... over to someone else yeah mm. so I... um i mean i would also look into maybe like wiping it down with something you know like a uh, like a fast fret or whatever it may be i know those kind of you know like uh protect the fretboard a little bit more maybe you know i don't know look into that that to see if it works if it doesn't then yeah. You just have nice feeling frets, you know. Like a fast <laughs> yeah. fret is not a bad thing. Like just if you uh, if you use it on your fret, um, it just makes things slippery. It's a little bit, you know, it's kind of like lube for the um, for your strings and your fretboard, which lets you kind of glide through the uh, the fretboard a little bit easier. But that also puts like a nice coat on it as well. Uh, maybe that. Try what that. Was, what was that stick that you had to cleaning your fretboard? Oh, that's the. Um, what is it called? The boogie, boogie, juice. boogie, boogie juice. juice. I, I think I have it here still. <laughs> yeah. My case over here. My case. But um, yeah, that's like a that's a cleaner as well. Huh, I guess I took it up. <laughs> did yeah. I ran out. It was that was a long time ago. Yeah. So I think I, I think I ran out of the boogie juice. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's like um, a fretboard cleaner. Yeah, fretboard cleaner mainly like you know for the uh, for like the little um, places in between where the fret uh, fret wires are. You know, like those hard to reach kind of places. It was shaped like a pen, so you just kind of you know like a like a tight pen almost. Like if you guys have used yeah, tight pens in the not, past, does not contain. Yeah, much. don't use tight pen. <laughs> like, yeah. But it, it's shaped like a tight pen, and you just kind of use it and rub it on the thing. It the the guy said it's like natural products. I remember the um, the Nam uh, interview with with the guys. Yeah, yeah. Juice. They wouldn't tell us what's in. Yeah, it. Uh, it's proprietary <laughs> blend. I was like, so like, what's in it? I uh, want to know like what I'm putting in my ukulele. You know? Yeah. They're like, oh, it's like natural. You know, like natural ingredients. I'm like, I don't know. Like, it's I mean, uranium. Most likely, <laughs> most likely, like lemon oil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. So, yeah. But he didn't want to tell us. He I was trying to, to yeah. trying to get in there. You know, mm. like. Is this approved by the FDA? It's approved by Australia, right? It wasn't even like a US thing. Yeah. But then it wouldn't be approved by the FDA because it's not for human consumption. I guess so. Yeah. But yeah, so um, try those out. Mm -hmm. That's that's honestly the safest advice that I can give. Because yeah. uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a doctor. I'm a medical doctor. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm not a doctor. Period. What am I saying? <laughs> and then, if all else fails, then there are mm. plastic ukuleles. Yes, uh, like yeah. the fluke has a plastic fretboard. Mm. It's a plastic fret. Plastic frets, plastic mm. fretboard. As long as yeah. you get the one with the plastic fretboard. Yeah. And then outdoor ukuleles. Mm -hmm. uh, Waterman oh, plastic as well. Uh, yeah. Is the Waterman? Waterman is plastic. It's all plastic. Because right? mm -hmm. I mean, if it if it can't go in the water, I would think that the metal would rust. Right? I thought that yeah. the Waterman did have um, tuning pegs that did have like oh, some yeah? metal. Huh? That would be interesting because it, it would it would rust if you I think expose yeah. it to water. But I don't yeah, know. I think Kevin said that he might have. He already has like some plastic utes, and okay. he does play them. But he said it's like kind of a shame that he doesn't feel like. Uh, comfortable Aww. bringing his like nice ukuleles to jams and stuff and he feels yeah. bad about like mm -hmm. not you know sharing it with other people so. <laughs> yeah yeah I so, gotta, yeah but like i think if he wipes it down you know before he passes yeah. it on to somebody lemon oil yeah mm -hmm. uh, yeah yeah for sure and I, I told him like you wipe it down with lemon oil and it, mm -hmm. it'll be should be lemony fresh right yeah, like just, should smell like lemons yeah, it's, it's <laughs> like you just mop the floor in pine salt yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay next uh okay uh, somebody asked, uh, how do they uh, convince their wife to get a tenor ukulele when they already have a soprano and a concert? 
Um, we were just talking about this. You get an offshore bank account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you, you know, you just buy whatever you want with that bank account. That's, that's how I do it. No, that's how, no. Um, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like if I gave advice to this and that person's wife sees this episode, no, like, so you're the one who told my husband how to do this or whatever. No, well, just, I don't know. Like, I, I honestly don't know. Each wife is different. My wife is surprisingly cool about stuff. But the way that I do it is that, you know, we, we, do, we do gigs. Aaron and I play gigs and stuff. And, um, and of course, like, you know, all money goes towards the family, goes towards, you know, like whatever our, my, my and my wife's bank account and whatnot. But there's like a cutoff. If I, you know, if, if I can work the crowd and get more tips than usual, then the extra tips goes to me. And like, and I can pocket that. And, you know, like I give whatever my wife is like the base pay, you know? So if I just work the crowd enough, I'll, I'll get a bunch of money for myself. That's why you guys will see me on Instagram showing off cards that I bought, you know? Like it's, it's, I'm not buying it with my, my kids like preschool tuition money <laughs> it's uh it's from it's from like nice people that are like putting tips in there so i mean that works for me so just to kind of have you know like something on the side but i think if it's you know something on the side maybe your wife might be a little bit more lenient on how you spend it instead of you know like spending your main job like say if i use like ukulele underground like money to like to buy cards even i would feel uncomfortable with that, you know what I mean? like why am i doing what am i doing with my life but if it's like extra then it's it's fine so you know it doesn't have to be like doing gigs i know not not everybody plays and so but it can be something small like um i don't know like if i know collectibles are like a big thing right now a lot of people have like side you know side hustles with some collectibles like uh, I know some of my friends like collect Pokemon cards and they sell it and stuff. Like they make bank doing that. I'm like, I should. I know Pokemon. I know cards. Like I think I should get into that because people are making like five figures doing like selling Pokemon cards. I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. Honestly. You know, and um, but anything. It can be you know it can be anything. So any kind of side thing that you can bring in some extra money for yourself. Then you can be like, well, I bought this tenor ukulele, but you know, it's I've been working hard. I don't know, like recycling cans or whatever it may be, you know, like shoveling exactly like shoveling snow, snow. <laughs> for for the neighbors, <laughs> whatever it may be. It's like so she she has no say because this is like extra money that you made in the side. That's not necessarily the family money. That's how I do it. Yeah. I think one of uh, like uh, one of our members and good friend, right, mm -hmm. um, Rob. He said that mm -hmm. what happens is like he has an agreement with his his husband where yeah. it's like if you bring in a new ukulele, one of your old ukuleles has to go out. Yeah, that's like not what you want to do. You know, like if you can, you want to avoid that. But yeah, yeah, that's a compromise, right? Yeah. Ah, what if like you're into dogs and stuff? What if like if you're gonna bring another dog in here, you gotta get rid of one? It's like you can't do that. Like ukuleles are, are you know like our friends are like best friends. Like okay, cool. If you're gonna bring another friend in this house, you better get rid of one of your yeah, yeah. one of your friends. Like how do you choose you wisely? Exactly. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I mean, if that works for them, that works for them. I know this question was kind of in jest and stuff, but that's like my real world experience from yeah. like having a wife myself and you know and and buying stuff that i like you know like luckily i don't have to purchase big stuff like ukuleles anymore but 
you know? And even then, I, I bought a Taylor tenor ukulele too long ago. And it took me like three months or four months <laughs> to save all that money from every single gig every week that I play. And sometimes... And just the extra money. Yeah, right? just the extra money. Yeah. So it's just like maybe 20 bucks one, you know, one good week, maybe 50 bucks in another, you know, or 50 bucks extra. But it's like, if you save all that up, It'll eventually come up to fifteen hundred dollars. You can afford yourself a tenor, uh, Taylor ukulele. You know. Yeah, I, I heard like uh, this guy that mm -hmm. like we both know who like sells cards. He yeah. said like once is like if you you know if you go to Starbucks mm -hmm. every day, like mm -hmm. if you cut out Starbucks as like five dollars a day, yeah. right? Like that you can save to buy yes cards or whatever your hobby may be. So yeah, yeah, or something like that. You know, like think of some places to save and then like save that money put in a shoebox and like tell your wife about it you know don't be like secretive and stuff and it's like where did all this money come from if your wife just like sees like a butt ton of money like underneath the bed in a shoebox they're like this is some <laughs> shady stuff that you're you know but that's that's how just be honest and <laughs> tell them your intentions and tell them why you're doing stuff so you can save money in a bunch of different ways you can make some extra money in the side use that to buy your ukulele so you don't upset your your significant other <laughs> Yoda said, give it to her as a gift and ask mm -hmm. nicely if you can play it. That totally sounds like, <laughs> like a dad move, right? I know my dad would like give my mom like, oh, here's a new fishing pole. Oh, you're not going to use it? Okay, I'll use it for you then. Yeah. Yeah, you're not fishing every day. Well, you don't fish, period. Yeah. Oh, why did I even get this for? Oh, I, I better take this off of your hands. Yeah. Then. Oh, okay. Just, you know, happy wife, happy life. That's everyone's advice. And I thought it was super cliche and stuff, but it's it's totally true. Like, just if you want a quiet, like, no trouble kind of marriage. I mean, I've only been married for, I don't know, like four years now. So it's not like I have lots of experiences, but I've been together with my wife for... 11 years and going on our 12 years and it's been nice and quiet if i just you know if happy happy wife happy life it works man just <laughs> just you know have absolutely nothing that they can complain about and you're good let's <laughs> <laughs> keep them happy <laughs> like why don't you get like you know your ukulele and get another ukulele too and be like it yeah. came as a set and i got this for you <laughs> but but this is mine this one is mine but, but, yeah Okay, uh, Ritesh asks, yep. uh, why, uh, why is like 5-4 rhythm called 5-4? Why not call it 5-5 five five instead, oh. where each note is, you know, one-fifth of what the... That's uh, a good is. question. Okay, um, so uh, he's talking about musical notation. So if you were to write music on, you know, uh, on a piece of paper, you have to uh, write down what the time signature is. And um, some common time signatures are 4 over 4, 3 over 4, 2 over 4, there's 5 over 4, there's 6 over 9, you know, there's 12 over 9. There's like all these crazy ones, okay? So um, just, just to kind of explain a little bit, the top number will tell you how many beats per measure, okay? The bottom number will tell you the values of each note. So four, which is most, you know, the most common, four just means that each quarter note gets one beat, okay? So that means if you have anything over two, say like four over two, it will have four beats, but each one of those quarter notes is going to be equal to a, uh, an eighth note instead. That's how it works. So if we're doing five over five, that means there is five beats to that measure and each, I guess like 
it's not even like a dotted I, I've never even seen <laughs> five so it's not you know what I mean like it has to be yeah it, does yeah. Not, it, it doesn't represent like a fraction yes or, yes so yeah. for example like um like uh, six six eights let's just say six eights okay so eight that means that, you know that four is doubled so each quarter note will now be um, considered as a half note you're holding it twice as long so that's 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 two times if it's like over um, over three or you know over three it could be like a dotted quarter is equals to one uh you know uh one beat so uh -huh. it's, it's kind of like that yeah or, so like, or no i guess is? six six is a dotted quarter sorry six it kind of yeah. is like a fraction but yeah. not in the not in the fraction uh mm -hmm. Like the way of notating fractions, right, right, yeah. right, right, right. It's just that each number represents something different. Yes, so it's yeah. not like a this over this. Like, yeah, yeah, like, like, said, like, like how fractions yeah, are written. It's not. Yeah. yeah. So the top number is always going to be going to be how many beats per measure, and the bottom number is like the uh, the amount of time each quarter note gets. Yeah. Or half note or whatever, but it's usually referred to the quarter note. So in uh, in over anything over two. It's going to quarter note equals eighth note. Uh, anything over four, quarter note equals quarter note. Um, anything over six, quarter note equals dotted quarter notes because it's held for one and a half. Um, eights would be quarter note equals half note. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We got Jim in the chat saying that yep. there is no one over five. Yeah. So that's <laughs> that's why, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but a great question. Mm -hmm. Great yeah. question. Yeah, like... Uh, I think in um, in San Francisco we tried mm -hmm. to like stump Abe right, where it's like play this, uh, play mm -hmm. this, you know, measure or whatever. <laughs> Sixteen over one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like that doesn't exist. <laughs> we're throwing out like mm -hmm. weird numbers, right? Like, yeah. Sixteen over five, and he's like, no, guys. <laughs> It, you gotta understand it. You know, keep it to like actual real yeah, yeah, music. Yeah. Don't and that was wise because I knew that there wasn't a file. Something, I wanted to see what something, he would do with it. Yeah, <laughs> but something that's, that's actually possible in music. <laughs> but that's why. That's why there's no um, anything yeah. over yeah. five. It would just be hard to count. I mean, I guess you could technically, you know, if you're like yeah. like Jacob Collier and like, oh yeah, this is a whatever, you know, whatever. <laughs> if you can like, subdivide yeah. no uh, measures <laughs> yeah. in yeah. quintuplets, right? Yeah, I guess yeah. then yeah. it would make sense. But if that's not, it's not helping anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not helping anybody. Well, the whole point of notation, mm -hmm. right, is to like uh, mm -hmm. communicate with somebody else what music to play. Yes. So if it makes it harder for them to like look at it and be like. How do I play this? Then mm -hmm. it's not really like yeah yeah it, yeah mm. okay yeah great question awesome question yeah uh, Gigi asks how do you suggest learning a new song a few bars at a time or what hmm uh, learning a new song um, I, I would say part by part what I mean by that is like uh, maybe just the verse maybe just the chorus just the intro just the outro I always break it down into parts if it's a harder song then yeah like you know <laughs> line per line or like um, phrase phrase by phrase maybe that that might work also but for the most part um, part by part which is like I mentioned uh, verse chorus picking outro intro whatever it may be if you can break it down into those that's the best way to uh, to approach it um, or if it's a hardest song, phrase by phrase. Another advice that I would give, of course, you know, like, just don't worry about, like, taking the song on as a whole. You can break it down into those parts. But more importantly, is to learn 
the um, the the chord progression to the song first. You know, if it has that, do that because most of the time, if you know what the chord progression is underneath the song that you're doing, it'll give you a huge clue as to what the melody line is supposed to be or where you're supposed to be at in the melody. So knowing kind of where you're at. Uh, Chord-wise, is uh, I feel is one of the first steps that I always take whenever I'm learning a new song. So, for example, if I'm learning Europa, yeah, um, I'm not gonna learn that first. I'm gonna learn. Okay, it's G minor, <laughs> C7. I'm gonna learn that chord progression that I'm doing all those solos over. You know, it's tempting to just go straight into the solos, but it's a lot easier if you learn the chords first so that you know what chords are underneath all the melodies that you're playing. And it actually gives you clues as to where you are in the melody, where you are in the uh, in the song, and how close you are to, uh, you know, to the end of the phrase or beginning of the phrase. That's always my, my advice to everyone. Learn the background chords first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, uh... To go or like, I kind of forgot about this, and Jim brought it up. Mm -hmm. uh, Jim said, uh, "Play a little take five. We forgot to. Can you demonstrate like a five, a five four, four song? Okay, so five four. You know, instead of going one two three four, one two three four, it's a weird feeling of one two three four five, one two three four five, one two three four five. <laughs> it's weird, but." If you broke it down like this, this is how I break it down, make it easier for myself. I always do one, two, three, one, two, one, two, three, one, two, one, two, three, one, two. So I break it down into more digestible pieces, you know? So mm -hmm. the song Take Five is in five over four. Um, Dave Brubeck, I, I, I yep. believe. Um, up, 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 up. best example of, of a five over four and it's pretty much the most famous five over four song ba -da -ba -da -bum -bum. Yeah. one two three one two one two three one two one two three one two that's how i'm thinking it in my head i'm not thinking five like i mean i'm sure people do that i can't <laughs> i can't think that way so don't ask me to play it i haven't played it in a long time <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> One, two, three, one, two, one, two, three, one, two, one, two, three, one, two. Yeah. That's that's a five four feel. Yeah. There's also songs that you, it sounds silly, <laughs> but you can also count it as one, two, one, two, three, mm -hmm. one, two. And you yeah. kind of just yeah. listen for where the accents land, right? Yes. To, yeah. To Depending on the song. Yeah. It like I, I, people are probably gonna be like but doesn't it just go back to counting one, two, three? Like you're gonna switch anyways, right? But <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's kind of well, just like- Yeah, it depends on mm -hmm. the start of the phrase. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's just like, yeah, a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, going back to uh, Marima asked, uh, mm -hmm. is learning um, a song, is like that way of learning a song, would it work the same with a UU Plus solo? Um, yeah, actually, yes. Um, most of the UU Plus solos, Will uh, you know? Will give you the background chords underneath. So, for example, if you're learning, you know, from the U Plus solos, uh, Hanalei Moon. You know, like we have the, that uh, the, the U Plus solos for Hanalei Moon. I'd learn like kind of the chords in the background for Hanalei Moon first. So. So 
So just that, knowing that it's F, B flat, B flat minor to back to F is so telling of where you're gonna be in the melody line. that so I knew exactly that this is going to be B flat because that's where the B flat lands in the background chords and then I go straight into that B flat minor so if I go so that's gonna help me out when I'm uh, figuring out the main melody yeah. and um, some songs don't have it and you don't necessarily need it but it's just helpful to kind of know where where you're at and um, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I would say it, it depends on the song like that you're learning yeah if yeah. it's just like a play chords and sing song then mm -hmm. you can probably like look at the chord sheet and try it mm -hmm. and try then to if pick up the melody yourself yeah. oh no 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 as as far as like if that's all you're gonna oh learn, I see, see, see. Then yeah, yeah. it's like just try um, it out yeah just try it mm -hmm. out and then find chord switches that are hard for you mm -hmm. and then just work on More those yeah but then if you're gonna do like a solo instrumental song mm -hmm. like that's like a whole different thing mm. you might have to take it line by line yeah, for those. yeah so like yeah depending on what the song is how complex yeah. it is if you've done something like that mm -hmm. before then you're gonna have to dig in a little bit deeper yeah. depending on what your skill level is and what you're comfortable with yes uh yeah and, and even like uh penny benda said i have a hard time memorizing the music mm. and that's kind of like uh yeah it's, it's something that it, your memorization i don't know if that it probably does get better the more songs you play right mm -hmm. but then you also kind of just recognize that it's like oh the song is going in a direction and i might not know the particular chord but i kind of know what direction it's going so i can guess that the next chord is going to be like a major or minor mm -hmm. or something mm -hmm. it like a lot of songs follow that same pattern or like a similar pattern where it's like yeah, you know, this uh, A major is going to come up next. It just mm -hmm. feels right. Yeah. So. Yeah, and that's the thing too, is that like when, when you play songs more often, you get the feeling, right? Yeah. It, it's almost like when you repeat a song that you've already played, you kind of know how it feels mm -hmm. at different parts of the song. And if you play a chord that's not that, then it won't mm -hmm. feel right. Yeah. So you're a lot of times like with the songs that we play, like a lot often mm. then it like i know when i'm off <laughs> you know yeah. if i if i forget a chord like or i know <laughs> i know immediately that yeah. i i did the wrong thing mm -hmm. but it's more like i'm not really thinking about what chord is coming up next i'm thinking about what where the song is gonna go how mm. it feels and your hands just kind of naturally go to yeah, that yeah. just because you've done it before so yeah. many times so if yeah, if I, I had to like explain how I think about it, like when playing music, right? It's not like individual chord by chord, <laughs> which if you're, that's where you're at, that's fine, right? But I think eventually people like move on to, you see the bigger scope of the song. <laughs> and like, for me, it's just like, oh, okay. Like I know that the chorus is like different from the verse. So I just gotta be prepared to switch from like, instead of going like a ADE to go <laughs> to like a E, D, um, you know g minor or whatever like, yeah just yeah. know that like oh that there's going to be a chord switch the pattern yeah the whole pattern is going to switch when we get to a next section mm -hmm. and yeah. kind of knowing the um knowing the chord family helps out a lot too so that if you do miss yeah. it then you know what you know what it what else it could be because mm -hmm. yeah. i mean like if it's a chord outside of the chord family you're it, you're gonna hear it <laughs> yeah so like, those are a little bit tougher but even kind of like kind of like moon right like mm -hmm. the reason why that like b minor is 
like kind of recognizable mm. is because it's outside of the yes. court family mm. and it kind of so it stands out when it's like yeah. now's a b minor yeah so. minor four <laughs> yeah stuff usually yeah. majors yep <laughs> uh yeah and yeah. and uh gg said so what section of the song do you take the chords from but if, if like it's a regular song with like lyrics and stuff it, mm. the whole song should have yeah. chords behind it mm -hmm. at least right if you're getting music without chords then I don't know, like tr maybe try and find the original song mm. and find a chord sheet to go along with it or something. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Yeah, with the UU plus stuff, I mean, we give the, you know, we give the chords or at least we, we try to as much as, you know, as much as possible, especially if it's within the, the solo. So, but it might be in different inversions because we're trying to, you know, use the right inversion for the melody. So in this case, instead of playing it B flat here, we played a different inversion there, but that's still B flat to B flat minor, then back to F. Mm. And uh, you can find that in, you know, like it just with chords to, to the song. Like Kahai said, if you're doing a, a vocal kind of song, it should have like chords and lyrics to it as well. Yeah, mm. like I think most songs, it's mm -hmm. actually kind of uncommon, right? To, for a song not yeah. to have chords in it mm -hmm. or some kind of harmony for it to mm -hmm. just be like purely melody based. So mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Next. Uh, uh, NZ said, uh, I played the uke for a number of years and can play difficult arrangements. How would you suggest reaching out to a ukulele company to get sponsored? Ooh, okay. Um, it's it's tougher now. I mean, <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just say it's tougher now. Just because like everyone and their mothers like play ukulele, throw a rock, there's like an ukulele, you know, player or someone learning how to play it, which is awesome. It's awesome for like, you know, for us as educators and it's awesome for us as ukulele fans because that means, you know, ukulele companies will take notice. They're like, oh, we should make more ukuleles, make better ukuleles and all, everything just kind of, you know, just goes up in quality. But uh, sponsorships, not, not everybody can have one, you know what I mean? So you kind of have to do something a little bit different to stand out and in this day and age, uh, that's harder and harder to do. So I would, um, if that was me, if, if I'm, you know, a, a, an ukulele player now trying to get sponsored, uh, I would, you know, like maybe seek out someone to, uh, to record myself so that I have some kind of demo like album or whatever that helps, you know, or if you release something, you know what I mean? Like you can, you can make an album and release it and go do stuff without you know, being sponsored by, by a big company or even a small company, like you can still do all those things. You don't have to be a sponsored artist to, uh, you know, to, to make an album, to go on tour, to play for, to play shows, play open mics, even if you're not, you know, if, if you haven't gone that far, you can just do open mics. You don't have to be a sponsored artist to do that. But the more um, experience you have and the more that you can show in your resume to a company that you're interested in. So say like with Kanile, uh, I wanted to be sponsored by Kanile and now I would have like my demo album or an album, maybe not even a, a demo, like an album that I put out. That would be even more impressive because it's like, okay, I'm not only an artist, I'm a recording artist. Um, and I would just kind of show the show the resume. Like I've played for, you know, I played for this whatever, uh, this function, I played for this festival, I played for this whatever it may be. You know, like if, if you've done um, any kind of, you know, notable performances, that's something that they'll look for as well. Um, and just a lot of the time that if, if I'm, let's just say if I'm a company trying to sponsor somebody, um, the sponsorship has to kind of make sense to me as a company as well. Like what does this person, you know, <clears throat> bring to the table? So you could be really good, you could be, you know, like an amazing ukulele player, but 
if uh, you know if if you don't have a following, if you don't have all this other stuff that I as a company would benefit from, say so like if uh, with Kanilea and myself, you know I have Ukulala Underground and I perform and do that all that kind of stuff. So what I'm bringing to the table for Kanilea is my my audience. And, uh, and and my you know my recognition as far as my name and and, and whatever else is, is going to be so all that is on the table that's why I'm saying it's it's so much harder for like a, a new ukulele player nowadays to do that but any little bit helps like I'm just saying just beef up your resume as much as possible play with as many people as possible and um just you know don't don't think that you're just gonna get it like that or don't think that you're gonna get it soon or fast even sometimes it's gonna take years uh, if you get it you know if you get it fast then awesome if but if it's gonna take you a few years don't worry about it that's just how long it takes for you know for uh, for some people and um, the more you beef you know and, and in those years you can keep beefing up your you know keep beefing up your uh your resume and be nice to everyone you know go to a festival like mm -hmm. even if you're not playing at that festival and uh craig and sarah gave this yeah. advice you know even if you're not playing for that festival help out somehow you know what i mean like ask ask them for help if they need even if they just need people to like set up stuff but be involved in the community because if you're involved with the community that means the community will accept you you know as one of their own and then you might stand out as a player in the community so if you're looking to get sponsored uh you not only just are just bringing yourself but you're representing yourself and the community that you know that you align yourself with yeah. so that is is huge for you know for ukulele companies so the ukulele companies will see it they're like okay well this person's involved with this group that group with this festival with this and whatever and like so sponsoring this person makes sense because I'm not only getting this person, but it's like anything else that they're attached to. Okay, yeah. so that's just that's just real talk. You know what I mean? Like it's it's hard. It's not gonna be easy. I got lucky <laughs> like when I when I asked for a sponsorship. But then again, I've been playing ukulele like for like about a decade. Like at that you know before that point, you before this. Sponsored, you know? yeah. So it's not like I like just professionally. Yeah. So yeah. I was I was playing. I mean I I played. I don't know four or five different ukuleles before I landed a sponsorship with Kanileel. I was playing uh, Kamaka. I was playing applause ukuleles. I was playing an ukulele that I got from the Philippines. Like it's it's been an insane ride as far as you know as far as ukulele goes. And you know my dream was to get sponsored, but it's not like you know it, like I, I wanted it. I wanted it now and whatever. I kept building up you know an, an audience, building up my rev, my. Uh, resume building up like my my skills so that i you know i could one day be um be sponsored or you know um be good enough to get sponsored basically that that's, that's what it is but you know sometimes skill has nothing to do with it sometimes you can you know like if you have a great following there's some <laughs> amazing ukulele like uh youtubers that are out there right now who are getting sponsorships left and right because they have a big following so um nowadays that counts kind of big like mm -hmm. because these companies they want to sell their ukuleles you know they want to make their ukuleles known and they want to make sure they have a great representative you know yeah. for their brand so as soon as you get sponsored you got to realize that you're a representative of whatever brand that chooses to sponsor you so if you already have that kind of mentality you know like even before being sponsored just think that you're you're you know if you're um, playing a Kamaka on stage or if you're playing Kanilea on stage just make as if you're a brand ambassador to that like and really show that you love that instrument and they'll take notice
you know? And, um, and if you have an audience, if you have a following, then your audience and your following will also take notice of that stuff. And it makes it more worth it for these companies to, uh, to sponsor you. Okay. Yeah. This is real talk. <laughs> I think, yeah, it, like for sure, mm -hmm. like you said, right? Like be nice yeah. to everybody. Uh, the ukulele community is like mm -hmm. extremely small, right? So, I mean, don't be, you know, on like, don't try to put out like that. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to be nice to everybody. I'm going to yeah. give everybody candy or whatever. If that's not you. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. Be yourself. Yeah, be yeah, yourself. Yeah. But, but also like, yeah, try not to be like a, a jerk to somebody because mm -hmm. you never know like, that person, you know, like you might think like, oh, I don't need to worry about being nice to that person. But mm -hmm. then they might go back to whatever and they'll know like, oh, that ukulele shop or something and be like, yeah, that guy was a jerk to me. I don't know why, you know, and that can just spread. So, yeah, it's mm -hmm. it, it's not great. Like, but if you do want to become like kind of get more well known in the community, mm -hmm. I think being nice. I mean, just be nice in general. Right. That's good life advice for anything so yeah, yeah. just you know be part of the community be part of it like and yeah. the more you get involved with it like maybe that you know they'll they'll take notice and maybe the you know if you help out with a festival for example and the festival's like oh this guy's this guy's really cool he helped us out with whatever and then and then you can kind of slip in there they're like well i i play too i perform if there's any slot that i can fill in or whatever you know and then maybe you'll you know like you'll get a slot somewhere and then just take that opportunity to show the people what you can do and then if you know if uh, reports were good maybe they'll invite you again next year or maybe you can do that for another festival or for a different club ukulele mm -hmm. club even like there's all these ways to go about it but i think that's the most noblest way to uh, to to do it i think being part of a community being part of the of the ukulele community um is a big part of if you want to be sponsored because they're looking at followers they're looking at social media they're looking at all that stuff yeah 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 <laughs> i got i got i lucked out <laughs> yeah the online presence i mean well mm -hmm. we were building our online presence then too yeah right? yeah and that was in the early days of like social media and everything mm -hmm. but now that counts for kind of a lot everything um also we've been hearing about like certain companies um they so certain co companies don't even offer sponsorships anymore yeah and some of them do like limited sponsorships. Mm. So like um, yeah, partials. if you, yeah, if you represent the mm. company, play their, their ukuleles on stage, they'll offer you a discount. Yeah. Like yeah. maybe you, you'll only pay for like whatever the, the um, mm. retail stores price is mm. like a wholesale yeah. price or something like that. And that's a, that's a good way to get your mm. hands on ukuleles but, that are, are higher end, mm. but like in a yeah. musician's range of right, actually right. buying. So. Yeah. They have a they have like a name for that like because it's even like discounted like MSRP right mm -hmm. too like yeah. for your yeah retailer discount or like mm -hmm. uh yeah something like that too yeah mm -hmm. yeah and then also like if you're just interested in in um in music and and mm -hmm. anything like mm -hmm. working at a music store also gives yeah. you that kind of yeah, thing true, too. Yeah. so so there's multiple ways of getting your hands on mm -hmm. ukuleles that are like a little bit out of your range mm -hmm. but yeah <laughs> yeah and you know like. I'm I'm actually not not a good example to to look at because I've gotten my sponsorship so long ago that sponsorships work so different now mm -hmm. that like I think I would have a hard time like getting a sponsorship nowadays and stuff. And um do you remember when we went to the Martin shop 
on, on the East Coast. Mm -hmm. And then I was, I'm like a Martin guitar player. Like I love Martin, love Taylor and stuff, but I primarily love playing Martins. And then like, I kind of slipped in there. I'm like, so do you guys do like sponsorships and stuff? Uh -huh. They're like, no, but we could like, you know, if you, come, if you become one of our artists, we'll just, we'll give you like, you know, these, these instruments for whatever the cost is. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's, yeah. that's, that's good. They're uh -huh. like, how much is something like this? They're like, this is like $8,000 or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, is that, that's, that's the price if you're an artist or that's just how much it costs and it's still super expensive. So yeah, I'm like, yeah. you know, I'll just stick with my GCPCA that I have at home uh, yeah. from Martin. I'll still, yeah. Yeah, but um, it's different. A lot of people are, I think, are getting partial sponsorships. Either that or like they'll they'll sponsor you with the ukuleles, but like um, same thing with, you know, with, with like podcasts nowadays, they have like sponsored ads and whatnot. They'll, they'll maybe sponsor you, but like, you have to do like so many things for them, like however yeah. many videos, or you gotta like, um, you gotta mention their brand like for however many seconds, they'll give you a, you know, uh, like a copy to read, you know, off on your, on your whatever, on your videos and your podcast. And there's like different kinds of agreements and it might, you know, it's harder to get one of like the bigger companies now, but I feel like it's also easier to get one of like the, starting out companies because they want as many you know mm -hmm. people as as they can to spread the word about their new ukulele and that's why you know guys like kanilea kamaka koloha like it's it's tough to get into those like the big three or, or um or koala the big four you know but if it, that's that's why there's so much there's a huge boom of, of people who are sponsored by like say flight ukulele you know mm -hmm. like they're they've Sponsoring everything, they just hand him out like like <laughs> But like, I know a bunch of you know like sponsored flight ukulele artists that like, uh, and it's all because of social media. You know, they have a mm -hmm. huge following. So flight, of course, are like, oh yeah, this this is a no brainer. You know, yeah. like if I give them a ukulele, they play it in their videos, like, and their videos get like a hundred thousand views, then a hundred thousand views of the ukulele that I make or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. I think I think it's also like if somebody comes to you and they just offer you a mm -hmm. deal, right? Mm -hmm. It can be tempting to just be like, "Yeah, I'll take that," like you know, and not really <laughs> yeah. like even look at the product and stuff. But if you're gonna be serious about like this becoming a career, mm -hmm. like really check to make sure that that brand or whatever sponsor you're gonna get fits you as well, right? Yeah, not, not yeah. only that you fit them, but mm -hmm. they fit you too, and that it'll be like a mutually beneficial agreement yeah. between both of you. Yeah. yeah, so think think about what you can put on the table. And I think that'll um, mm -hmm. strengthen your case to see if you want to get sponsored. If you want to aim for like, you know, the um, one of the easier ones to get and stuff, like for example, like flight, I know like um, maybe not easy, but like I know Ohana is sponsoring a lot of people as well. And uh, just look for the companies that are looking for people because uh, the smaller companies doesn't mean that they're like, they're, they're junk or they're bad. Smaller companies just means that they're not as well known. They, yeah. they probably make good ukuleles. So see if you like them and uh, and you never know. Because the thing is, when I like signed up with Kanilea ukuleles, not like Kanilea made great ukuleles, but if you were to ask like anyone, like what's a good ukulele brand, they'll say like Kamaka or Kohan. Yeah, at, you know, like, at the time. Yeah. Yeah, at that time. Maybe definitely not now, you know? Yeah. So I was like, these guys are awesome. How come like these guys don't get much, you know, don't get more more credit for their ukuleles? They're making great ukes. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, uh, that's why it was mutually beneficial because ukulele on the ground was in the rise at that time. Mm -hmm. And uh, for Kanilea, it made sense. So that, that deal that we, you know, that we penned together was mutually ben uh, beneficial for both of us because I too had a following. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and it's like you said, right? Like you mm -hmm. worked with Joe to yeah. actually like make their ukuleles like or add features mm -hmm. and do things to say yes. like from a player's perspective, 
this is what I want, mm -hmm. you know, too. Yeah. So, yeah. so if I'm being like extremely candid and stuff, it's kind of crazy because like our forum, the Ukulele Underground forum used to be like the busiest place on the internet, you know? So it, it's kind of cool because I would, I would have a lot of insight and it's not just me. It's like anyone who is willing to look into the, uh, look into the forum had an insight of what people wanted as far as ukulele goes. So me being the, um, uh, one of the founders of that site is just kind of like, well, this is what people want right now. You know, like, I, and this is what I want as a player. This is what I want on my ukulele. And I have a feeling that people are going to want this. That's why you see a lot of like slotted headstocks now and stuff, because I'm like, Joe, dude, slotted headstocks. And that was like back in 2009, 2010, you know, where like they weren't that easy to find now. Now it seems <laughs> like, you know, throw a rock and like you'll find a slotted headstock ukulele. But, uh, you know, only like, guys like Jake and like, you know, those really like was, professional players like had, you know, had one. Like you had to get a custom to yes. get a slotted headstock, yes. right? Where now it's like, you can get like a pre-built yeah. or like a factory model yes. and it, it might yeah, I think Kanile like has slotted headstocks just part of like their K1 series. You can get a K1 with like a slotted headstock. Yeah. So pretty cool. Okay. Um, yeah. So that's, that's the advice that I got as far as like you know sponsorship goes that's as candid as and as real uh, you know as, as it gets because i want to see you know more people get their you know get their day like i think um you know maybe not like the big four and stuff but if you can like shoot for one of the you know one of the smaller companies they're all awesome as well i think everyone's yeah. making good ukuleles now because if you didn't make good ukuleles you wouldn't survive that long because mm -hmm. there's so much to choose from yep yeah. Okay. All right. So speaking of which, this is actually a great segue um, to uh, to uh, an announcement that we have to make today. So last week we said we were going to make a huge announcement this week, and here we are. Everyone, UU Shop is open for business. <laughs> Everybody, I'm so excited. Finally, yeah, finally. Jeez. Uh, we've been working on this for a long time. So the UU Shop is um. We, you know, we have, of course, UU Plus where you can get all the, you know, like all the lessons that we have and all the exclusive videos and whatnot. But we want to make like special videos. For example, we made a nice Christmas bundle, which, um, uh, which has uh, an ukulele instrumental. It has a, uh, and has a regular uh, ukulele song that, or ukulele Christmas song that we have. And we have a, like a play along, uh, I think eight songs, like eight song play along jam thing. So it's a nice little bundle that you guys can, you know, uh, can, can check out for, for Christmas for how however much left we have of Christmas that you guys can learn that with. But it's not just that, you know, uh, we have standalone things like Ukulele 100 is there, I believe. And there's like uh, Hawaiian instrumental um, ukulele solos. So for those people who are like, I don't know if I want to commit to UU Plus, but want to watch specific things on UU Plus, you can buy it a la carte at the UU shop. So we have all sorts of um, awesome lessons there already, and we're going to be updating that like crazy. So we're going, we're we're coming up with some uh, some cool content that we can put on the UU shop. And don't worry, all UU Plus subscribers, we got some stuff for you guys as well. But more importantly, we're. We have ukuleles now. We have ukuleles for sale. We are like the only ukulele company online that doesn't like sell ukes and it just makes sense okay and um the reason for that is you know i i mean uh, once again i'm gonna be candid we wanted to you know kind of have this like unbiased feel like towards uh towards all the ukulele makers because like i mentioned earlier i'll mention stuff like like flight like ohana like kamaka like koloha we love all you know like all, we love all the ukuleles that are coming out nowadays but 
I just I prefer Kanye ukuleles. That's that's the sound that I'm that I'm after. But you know, it's always subjective. You know, like everyone has like different preferences and sounds. So it's it was kind of tough to keep you know uh, to keep kind of neutral because nothing is neutral. Okay, so if I, if I'm showing you folks, you know, like uh, a lesson on my Kanile ukulele, that's Kanile's sound. Like that's what it is. And because we believed in the sound for over ten years now, we felt that it was, it's just, it just feels right to be yeah. offering Kanile ukuleles to you folks. Okay, and it's just the most logical step, really, because um, we believe that their ukuleles are quality. We believe that their ukuleles, you know, are are one of the best handcrafted ukuleles on the planet and yeah. uh, and we believe in uh, in in their building process we've said it before they take traditional um you know ways of or techniques in making ukuleles and mixing them with some awesome modern techniques uh joe susan the master luthier at kanilea ukuleles is constantly pushing the envelope uh, and that shows with all their like platinum series and uh and and artist series and and like and master grade all sorts of stuff yeah it's it's always something cool there every time i go to the factory i'm always seeing something cool but yeah if you guys are looking for ukuleles they are on ukulele underground and i have uh curated all the ukuleles on there so don't think that we just like i'll just take whatever batch i've I went to the factory last month. Now I can disclose this. Yeah. <laughs> I went to the factory last month. There was a Instagram post where I posted some Jollibee chicken where like, there's no Jollibee chicken on Kauai. That means I'm not on Kauai, baby. <laughs> that was, I was on Oahu, I was at the, um, I was at the Kanilea factory and um, me and the team from Kanilea, we picked some, we had picked some select awesome ukuleles. So just, it's like, I was in a nice candy store and I'm like, I want that for my store, I want that for my <laughs> yeah. store, that for my store. And guess what? Two Algerian models I took. I was like, that's, that one a doubt. I can't decide, can I have both of them? They're like, yeah, you know, if you want both of them in your shop. So there's Algerian models. So now I, the exact model that I've been playing for, you know, mm -hmm. for years here on this, uh, on this channel, we can finally uh, yeah. offer that to you folks. So we believe in this brand, we play this brand. Every time you hear Ukulele Underground in general, it's always Kanilea anyway. So this is, this makes the most sense. <laughs> yeah, talking about how it makes sense, right? Yeah. Like for years, we've had people all the time, like one of the most asked questions is what ukulele do you play, right? Yes. And they want to get like the exact ukulele that you play. Yeah. So like before it would be like, oh, go to Connie Lea's website. And it's still great to get yeah. it from them. Right. But now we can actually be like, well, here's one that we know for mm -hmm. sure. It's like made and ready to go out. <laughs> like you yeah. can get this exact I've... one. I mean, you know, we're gonna be adding some videos to the uh, to the UU shop, which is actually me trying out every single ukulele. I've made like tons of videos to just like kind of showcase the ukuleles that are for sale on the uh, on the site. So make sure to uh, to look up for those. And I'll be constantly doing you know new kind of ukulele, not necessarily reviews, but just like showcasing the ukuleles that are for sale. You know, like it's not just like I'm reviewing the the new whatever K1 model. It's like that's the K1 model that's on the shop that that's on the video. So watch out for those videos. We're going to be doing that. But yeah, I'm stoked because you know, if someone's like, I want to, you know, I want an old dream model. It's like ah, uh, because I guess you could go to the Kanye site, but it's like go to you know uh, like the Ukulele site or go to like all these you know all these other like other makers and stuff. Why? That's that's my signature. You, I should be able to, you know, like <laughs> yeah. offer it on my own site. So yeah. this is cool. We got two of them. I'll dream Guerrero models. Make sure you, 
you swipe them up because I chose two of the best looking ones there. So <laughs> stuff that like, I wish I had those because they're they're always going to be different. You know, like they're master grade koa. The Aldrine models are the only ukuleles from Kanilea ukulele that comes with master grade koa. Okay, the only other way that you can get it from them is if you get a custom instrument. So you can't get like a K1 or even a K3 or a K4. I don't know if they exist and stuff, <laughs> but you can't you can't get you know, like a master grade core ukulele unless you either purchase one uh, as a, as a custom-made ukulele or one um, as an Aldrin model. Yep. Check it out now. Shop.ukuleleunderground.com. I mean, and there's other ukuleles too, mm -hmm. like that are, you know, mm -hmm. like not as high end, but still great <laughs> ukuleles too, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, if you guys just check it out for like the whole price range too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's a great question. So we have a question from the, will they come already set up? You know what? Uh, it's coming straight from the factory. So if you just let them know how you want it set up, they can do something for you. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I've, I've played them and they play nice. Like I said, watch out uh, for the videos or stay tuned for the videos that, that are, that are going to be coming um, in, in the near future. Or I don't know, someone might buy the ukulele already and the video might never come out, but I've made <laughs> videos for all the ukuleles. They're on the site right now, but we'll, yep. we'll try to get the videos up soon. Uh, okay. Somebody else asked like uh, if merchandise is coming to the store and mm -hmm. that is uh, in the yes. plans. Merchandise, apparel, all that stuff. Uh, but. You know, just for just for Christmas, um, we wanted to just put it out as fast as we could. So we're just putting out a few select things for now, but we're gonna put out a lot more yeah. stuff in the near future. Definitely apparel. I'm a big hoodie fan, so I, I know yep. I've gotten like five emails for like new hoodies and stuff. <laughs> I we're we're working on it, but yeah, like hats and uh, and, and hoodies and shirts. We're gonna try to stock them. Yeah, Jim. Jim also asked like uh, if we're stocking the Islander. And yes. I think that's in the plan right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right yes. now, it's like select ukuleles, but mm -hmm. we're gonna have islanders on the side. Yeah, we're gonna too. have islanders as well because we want people to have access to um, good, affordable ukes. Yeah. So I know not everyone is gonna be able to afford a thousand dollar plus kanileo, but we'll be offering islanders on the site as well. I think we're going to be offering some. I know I did videos for the uh, the islander um, like plant a tree package that they have. So that's so it's it's just around the corner. So I'm not saying they're like, oh, we're working out. It's 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 coming. That's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it's another sweet. thing, right? Like, yeah. it's either what ukulele are you playing, or mm -hmm. what is a good beginner ukulele? And yes. we definitely believe in the Islander brand. So yeah, we yeah. want that on our shop too. All right. So with that said, we have one more thing on our agenda today, and there's a reason why Aaron Nakamura is sitting here, you know, next to me, as as opposed to always being off camera, is because <laughs> we are Santas. Guy, we are Secret Santas. What we what we did for uh, you know for our songwriting challenge here on the show is that we're giving away songs. We're writing songs to people who want songs. So we're Secret Santa ing songs for people. <laughs> so if uh, if you're a UU Plus member, you went on the uh, you know you went on the forum and say I want them to write this song for me or whatever. I want them to write this song. I want one of them to write this song. And uh, and we pulled names out of the hats. We picked three lucky people that we will be writing songs for. Okay. So um, do we say the person and do we and then we play the song? I, I kind of want to play the song first. Hmm. So like you know if the person wrote in the suggestion and they're watching, then okay. they can be like, oh, that's my song. Oh, okay. okay, okay. <laughs> So here we go. Without further ado, I know it's already two o'clock, but let's get through these songs because we promised we would get through them. So I, I have to go look at my lyrics. But my guideline 
Let's just see what my guideline is. I'm not gonna say who like who it is just yet, but they'll know. They'll know. Um, my guideline is they asked to write a reggae Christmas song that has <laughs> ukulele references in it. I'm like, <laughs> okay, right up your that's alley. right up my alley. You know, like a reggae song, whatever Christmas. Here's what I got. One, two. Jump for joy, spread the Christmas cheer. Christmas time is here. Let's jump for joy, spread the Christmas cheer. One love, sing your favorite Christmas tune. One love, string some lights around the room. One love, eat a chunk of ham or two. One love. Got to jam with friends like you. Christmas time is here. Let's jump for joy, spread the Christmas cheer. Christmas time is here. Let's jump for joy, spread the Christmas cheer. Rolling, Santa's coming down the chimney. Rolling, careful, don't wake out the homies. Rolling, Rudolph's rolling, pull the sleigh. Roll and show the way. Christmas time is here. Let's jump for joy, spread the Christmas cheer. Christmas time is here. Let's jump for joy, spread the Christmas cheer. song so here's all the ukulele references of course it's jump for joy jump as in lele as an ukulele like jumping <laughs> flea one love sing your favorite christmas tune singing with your ukulele down you know string some lights up around the rooms you know <laughs> and then we got eat a chunk of yeah. ham or two got to jam with friends like you and we got sat rolling you know uh -huh. santa's coming down the chimney and then careful, don't wake up the homies. And then Rudolph's rolling pull the, the sleigh. And then <laughs> rolling Rudolph shows the way. So that's my ukulele Christmas reggae song with ukulele references in it. And <laughs> nice. um, I actually, I think I brought it. I brought the, uh, the... Did I, did I take it? Oh, no, I didn't. <laughs> I brought the actual paper that, that I took from uh, from the hat when we pulled names off the hat. So it's, I, I don't want to say this wrong, but it's uh, Lilo Fly or Lilo yeah. Fly. Yeah. Well, it's kind of hard to see that. Yeah, Lilo Fly. <laughs> yeah. Hey. So that's that was for you. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Yeah. That's your song. <laughs> okay, next. Uh, Hi. Yeah, 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 and I figured uh, I'll just uh, explain my song afterwards. See if the person who I wrote it for can, you know, recognize. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so this one is. Uh, oh, is that right? 
that's sick. Uh, so, wait. That, that actually sounds kind of like a full-fledged version of my song. <laughs> oh, we should have collabed. collabed. You, we should have collabed, yeah. yeah. Was that, uh, that was live ukulele, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah it wasn't like, oh, dude. Rare moment of us getting to hear Kai, oh, Kai play ukulele. Was, was, that's awesome. Yeah, it was like, I figured like for a Christmas present, right? Mm. Like, I'll give them actually oh, like... Give the, the people what they want, Kai. <laughs> yeah. oh, wait, so what was it then? Yeah. Tell who that for? What was the yeah. guidelines and who was it for? Uh, it was like just D flat with a key change to G flat. So Ooh. yeah, and then uh, use an E flat mm. minor seven too, and that was just Jim. Mm -hmm. So gave me a pretty easy one, and since it was so easy, I was like, oh, we also talked about mm. um, lo-fi. Yeah, lo-fi a couple weeks ago. So I was like, oh, I'll incorporate mm -hmm. lo-fi, and then like yeah, I wanted to. A lot of people in our forums said do a Christmas song, right? Like mm -hmm. or do. Christmas feeling kind of yes. song. Mm -hmm. So that's why I did the, the sleigh bell and the, you know. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. It sounded awesome, dude. That's, I kind of want to see a cardistry video. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, like, yeah. I can see that. As the sound did. <laughs> so, yep. I hope you like it, Jim. Merry oh, Christmas. Oh, nice. Jim. Awesome. Yeah. Good job, I wanted, I wanted to name it, like, uh, Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. <laughs> <laughs> you should name it Kind Cool Christmas. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's yeah, good one. That Kind good. Cool yeah. Christmas. <laughs> okay, so mine was, I guess, the guidelines were um, write a song about daughters. Mm. And so that's so hard because, like, <laughs> immediately. <laughs> As soon as you say that, like you think of John Mayer, John Mayer. <laughs> John Daughters Mayer. by John Mayer. And yeah. so I was like, like how am I going to do that? Because like that's, that's already <laughs> yeah, what's in, in my head. Mind, yeah. yeah. And so like the, the challenge for me was like, it's like maybe can I write a song about daughters without saying the word daughters mm -hmm. or saying the word daughter or, you know, mm -hmm. or parent or whatever it is. So, mm. so that was the challenge for me. And they, they also said... Um, Maybe throw like a key change in there or mm -hmm. like a time time signature change. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't able to do the time signature, but mm -hmm. um, uh, just a little bit of a key change just for just for flavor. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, this is the song.
So yeah, so that that song was for Chris and Sue, mm. and and they asked for that. So like, so I was thinking like I should probably uh, write it in a key that they generally mm. like like. So mm. it was like in the key of F, and then I wrote it sort of as a duet so that mm. each of them could mm. sing, awesome. you know, yeah. the different parts. But um, if they want to, <laughs> I'm sure they'll love it. Yeah, yeah. Love it. Oh, yeah I love so. it. I love that song. Yeah. I love the uh, that that key change there for you know for a little bit on the instrumental. Yeah, yeah. That gave so me, I don't like, know, like the, you can add whatever you yeah, want there. Yeah, and it gave but, me some some like seventies yeah. Bruno Mars vibe. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, like how he does that yeah. kind of stuff. So that I, that was kind of in that. Mm. And, but yeah, so like remember I was telling you last week that I was trying to write this song. Yeah, and then um, I I think I like. Originally, I was thinking of um, I saw the light. I saw the light. Yeah, by yeah, Todd yeah. Rundgren. <laughs> Todd like, so like I came up with the chords yeah. first. Yeah. And then and then I realized that 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 was the song. So I had to like mm-hmm. really try to make it not sound like that. <laughs> but yeah. So so I think I mean usually when I write mm. songs, um, I, I kind of go through a process of where like mm. I'll, I'll come up with the chords. And mm-hmm. I'll like hum the melody. Yeah. So I think I mean if they if they want it, I might um I might send Chris and Sue like my progression oh. of like how the song mm-hmm. yeah. was was created. Oh. So I'm yeah. sure they will yeah, yeah, they'll, they'll like love it. Along they'll with love the, it. the lyrics and they'll love it, course. dude. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> hey, good job everybody. That's fine. Merry Christmas to all the people who requested songs and stuff. If we didn't pick your song next year. 
Yeah. Yeah. Try again. Try again next year. But if anything, um, if you guys want to, you know, take to take a um, take a hand at writing songs based on the the um, uh, guidelines that we have, is is it on on? It's on the forums. The forums. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Cool. So we have all those guidelines on the forums. If you want to write a song um, based on those guidelines, totally check those out. You can write your own uh, secret Santa song. You can keep it for yourself. You can give it to that person if you want to. Like, hey, I too wrote a song for you, or whatever. You know, if you were into the Christmas spirit. Um, but yeah, it's it's good job, everyone. That's yeah. one of the best ones that we've had so far. Yeah. I think, you know, <laughs> we're joking, right? Like. And we're actually on time this time. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. set a de- deadline and it was actually the deadline. Yeah, and I mean like, you know, usually if, since it's just like my song, I'll just play like whatever. Not like dialing it in or whatever, but it's just, I'll, I'll write a song, you know, maybe the, the day of. But I can write stuff like kind of fast, but this one... Like because it was for someone else, you know. Like yeah, yeah, it was and like, for Christmas for too. Exactly for yeah, Christmas, yeah. and I'm like, I should put a little bit more of you know of effort <laughs> in this. So it was it was that, and definitely effort showed in in, in everybody. And Kahai's song with the ukulele <laughs> in there, ah, oh, uh, good I, stuff, everybody. Yeah, I hope I hope Jim likes it because yeah, I put in effort, but it, I also recorded it yesterday too. So, yeah. <laughs> but right on, guys. That does it for the ukulele underground podcast. Once again, check out shop.ukuleleunderground.com. Shop.ukuleleunderground.com. That is live now. You can buy ukuleles. You can get our awesome Christmas bundle. Oh, yeah. You can get our Hawaiian song bundle from there. Uh, also, yes? Oh, I was just going to say, you, you guys should get the uh, Christmas bundle now. Yeah. Because it's on sale. It's on sale. Yeah. Just, just for, the for Christmas. Because yep. it's usually like 50 bucks or something, right? It's half uh, off. Right it's now. half off. 25 bucks. Like eight, eight songs. Well, how many videos is in that? Like three, uh, four videos in there no. that you can. Uh, it's a lot, a bunch. right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's the like solo the... itself has like uh, six videos or something Ooh. like that. So, so yeah. you're getting your you're getting your money's worth as far as that goes. And like uh, also, UU Plus. You know, there's always UU Plus. You can always check out UU Plus. Um, if you're you know looking for that special ukulele, I've picked out many special ukuleles that you guys can get from the UU dot or shop.ukulaleunderground.com you can get it there um yeah there's some other stuff too ukulele 100 if you know someone who's uh who's just starting out with the ukulele ukulele 100 is the perfect gift for those people um also we have a brand new uu plus solo speaking of uu plus right kai what is mm-hmm. the uu plus solo uh make you feel my love make you feel my love the adele version um make sure you check that out on uu plus now book your private lessons because i'm doing those for uu plus as well we'll see you folks next time oh. have a great one um yes all right i was just gonna say that uh we're gonna be off for the next two weeks so, yes yeah we'll be off for the next two weeks it's it's christmas and it's new year's so yeah. uh since we're not gonna see you folks have a happy happy merry christmas happy holidays happy new year all that good stuff i i wish you all love i wish you all all the christmas cheer all the happy holidays that i could ever wish everyone and thank you so much for believing in ukulele underground 2022 we're gonna bring it everybody we're gonna bring it here comes 2022 but stay safe uh gather safely um hug your families kiss your parents and tell everyone that you love that you love them because now is a better time than any we'll see you folks next time aloha